What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Studio DNA Network presents Sports Yak. Two guys talking sports and stuff like that. And stuff. And other stuff. And now here are your hosts, Corey Mann and Chuck Freebie. Take it away, you dopes. And welcome to episode two of Sports Yak. My name is Corey. That right there is Chuck Freebie. Hi, kids. Uh, feedback from episode one. Your thoughts and other people's. Seems to be a positive reaction from people. Very pleased. What did you think about it uh, before we recorded, and then did you have a different feeling about it afterwards? Not really. I, I didn't know what to anticipate, much like I don't really know what to anticipate today. All right. Let's go to uh, one of the activities that you do. Let's get right into it on Sports Yak. You go over to uh, Notre Dame on Tuesdays for Brian Kelly's press conference, a head coach of Notre Dame football. You've been doing that for a long time, but right. he'll cover what was – and possibly what will be. Right. So tell me what you thought. Tell me what you heard. Didn't hear anything all that surprising. Things that he had covered in the post-game press conference Saturday night, which was at least they won the football game. They didn't feel as though they had played well. They need to be better prepared. And boy, was that hammered home by Brian Kelly yesterday. 16 times did he use some form of the word prepare, whether it's preparing, preparation, whatever. He feels like he needs to do a better job of getting his team ready for this week's game. So he kind of fell on the sword this week and said, I didn't have them ready to go against Ball State. They will be ready to go against Vanderbilt. Who gets credit for noticing Boy, the word preparation's coming up a lot. I don't see how you could miss it, but I asked the last two questions of the press conference, and he answered the last one. Well, you're probably not going to like this answer, but it all gets back to preparation. And You're right. I didn't like that answer any better than I liked the other 15 times you used it. But Saturday's press conference after the game versus Tuesday's. Oh, I'm going to guess less emotional on Tuesday because you're coming off a game and you're Emotions are running high. 
Tuesday tends to be more analytical. Plus, Tuesday you're looking ahead to the next opponent, whereas the Saturday press conference is all about what you just saw over the last 60 minutes of football. Okay. Uh, I, I noticed a little blurb online, the Vandy AD quit this week. Yeah, their athletic director, David Williams, the first African-American athletic director in the Southeastern Conference, and he's leaving. I think he's just tired of, of being an athletic director. So the big question for Vanderbilt, they've got the smallest stadium in the Southeast Conference. They play in a large market in Nashville. Why can't they get a bigger stadium? Why can't they have better facilities? It's an arms race, really, in college football these days. Everybody wants to have the biggest and the best and the brightest in terms of facilities. And in order to compete in that conference, they do have to do some sort of upgrade of their athletic facilities, particularly their football stadium. So that's going to be the challenge for whoever they bring in as the new AD. I have a connection to Vanderbilt's uh, football stadium. Really? I saw you 2 there on the 360 tour, it was called. And the big running joke in Nashville is there's a hillside that you can go hang out at and hear everything as clear as day and not pay a ticket to get into the actual stadium. If I remember correctly, it's just two sides. Yes. I don't think it goes horseshoe or all the way around. Yeah, it does not go all the way around. Yeah. So it's a it's a different type of stadium. Vanderbilt's a different type of university. However, uh, in order to compete in that conference, they're going to have to upgrade. Vandy's won the last two games by 30 points or more. I mean, yeah, they've outscored their opponents 76 to 17. The defense, which was a joke last year, it was the historically worst scoring defense in the Southeastern Conference, has really turned things around. Right now, they are seventh in the nation in forcing turnovers. And obviously, with Brandon Wimbush throwing three interceptions last week, that should have everybody antenna up if you're a Notre Dame fan in terms of. Okay, this is something that Notre Dame has to work on in order to get ready for this game. We'll talk more about uh, the game as we obviously get closer this weekend. That's a home game for us here in South Bend. Some tweets from the last couple of hours at 46 Sports. That's my Twitter site. Which I tell it to your face. I love it. I love it. Uh, you wrote, I know people have been critical of the Quintana trade. Eloy may well be a superstar, but this is why the Cubs acquired him. When the Cubs traded to acquire Jose Quintana from the White Sox, they gave up the number one player in their minor league system, a young man by the name of Eloy Jimenez, who was playing at South Bend at the time, and he has skyrocketed up the ranks. He finished the year in AAA. The, a lot of people wanted the White Sox to bring him up this year. They didn't. Because had they brought him up this year, that's one less year that they would have him. In you, um, you're under major league contract for five years. Okay, when you come up, so if he comes up this year, then they only use him for about a month. But that's it, a year. But that counts as a year. Okay, so they'll bring him up next year, probably after the start of the season, so that they can keep him longer. We know that the Cubs won last night, but you had tweeted previous, and I, it kind of gave me a heads up, is tonight the biggest game of the season so far the Cubs? You actually had a poll. Yes. What Do you remember what the uh, – I believe it was 68% 
believed it was the biggest game of the year for the Cubs, and here's why. They went into that game last night with a one-game lead over Milwaukee, the team that they were playing. Mm -hmm. If Milwaukee wins that game, they've taken the first two games of a three-game series, and they're now tied for first with the Cubs. The Cubs, by winning that game, now have a two-game lead over Milwaukee, so no matter what happens tonight, the Cubs will have the lead in the division when this series ends. What do you think? Are we going to make a run for it again? Who's we? Cubs. Uh, the Cubs are going to make a run for it. They're going to be in the playoffs. The The question is, how well will that starting pitching hold up? Because John Lester left with a back injury the other night. He says it's nothing that's going to cause him to miss a start. But the starters have not been fully reliable throughout the season. This has been a different vibe on this Cubs team than they had in 2016. Everything came together in 2016. Everybody stayed healthy. This year, their closer went down with an injury. You Darvish went down with an injury. Chris Bryant missed a great deal of time with an injury. So they've been really banged up this year. They've persevered to still have the best record in the National League at this point, but they've got a grind here towards the end with 19 games left in the season and a two-game lead in the division. My lovely mother got me tickets to the game on the 28th. Okay. Um, I'm know. going on the 24th. Are you? Yeah. Uh, a handful of friends and relatives have asked if they can go with. I only have one extra ticket. So I created an essay contest. <laughs> I may have the winning essay for you on our next episode. Okay. Uh, she's finishing it up and promises me the winning. The 28th is a Friday, right? Yeah. Cards, maybe? Yeah. They yeah. finish up with the Cardinals three games set. And by the way, Cardinals only three and a half games behind the Cubs right now. Let's switch completely different gears. When you go to a game on Saturday, mm -hmm. what uh, are you just pulling up to the stadium, you're parking, you go in, or do you walk through the parade and circus of fans? Well, the funny thing is I don't park anywhere near the stadium. I park over at WNDU because I go in and we check over scripts and look at the rundown for the pregame oh, show that's right. before I go over. And then we take a golf cart over That's right. to get from WNDU to the stadium. So we kind of meander but quickly meander through the morass of fans and i never go tailgating i never miss out on that you feel like eh, would you like to at i least? shouldn't say i never a year ago my family held a tailgate party uh before one of the games and and i got over there early to partake of that a little bit but no that's not something that i miss okay well, I've got two top three lists. I think you'll like the secondary list more than you will the first one. First one's a little more music-oriented. That's fine. If I'm walking up to a tailgate and I'd like to hear some songs blaring loud on whatever system they have, here's my top three. All right. One, I'd like to hear Chicken Fried. You know well, I'm a chicken fried. A cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio by uh, not a bad Brown choice. Band. Not a bad choice. Uh, as I'm about to bite into a menu item, I'd like to follow that up with Keep Your Hands to Yourself by the Georgia Satellites. Okay. I got a little change in my pocket going jingle-lang-lang Wants to call you on the telephone, baby I give you a ring But each time we talk I get the same old thing Always no hook 
And as I'm walking away, saying thank you, on to the next tailgate, Two Princes by Spin Doctors. Because I think they're one of the worst bands in the history of music, but it's one of those moments where I'm like, ah, I wouldn't mind hearing this as I'm walking away. Okay, um, how about if you're going to a tailgate, don't you have to have Lee Bryce parking lot party? John is firing up his Coleman grill. We got 24 tall boys on the chill. Yeah, 14 of them's mine. A little monster took around the radio. You know, it just catch a little groove before the show. We ain't playing nothing slow at the parking lot party. I think that has to play. That has to play number one. Okay, Lee Bryce. Um, I'd like to hear a little Steppenwolf, Born to Be Wild. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way. Get some, get some blood going. Now, the third one I'm going to separate between a day game and a night game. Yes. Okay. If you got a day game, let's go with a little Leonard Skinner and Sweet Home Alabama. Okay. Not that, not that you're playing Alabama necessarily, but I think that just kind of gets you in the mood for, for football. Mm-hmm. But if it's a night game, uh, let's go with a little Luke Bryan. That's my kind of night. Three top three tailgate menu items if you're going to be stopping by. Well, first of all, I think you, you better have some brats. That's my number one pick. Yeah. What do you like on it? Oh, what do I like on it? I like some brown mustard. I like some onion. I'm going ketchup, mustard, and... Throw a little mac and cheese on there to be weird. Well, ketchup. Do you want ketchup or barbecue sauce? Ketchup. You don't want barbecue sauce? On a brat? No. I Actually, I don't know that I've ever had that. Tell you what I'd really like is the secret stadium sauce that they used to sell up at County Stadium in Milwaukee. And then when I go up to Miller Park this year for a baseball game, they don't have it anymore. What in, What are you doing, Milwaukee? So, that okay, that's number one. Number two, pulled pork. Pulled pork uh, on a bun or just by itself? Pulled pork on a bun with, I mean, just dripping with barbecue sauce. I'm going to go number two spot, uh, Mr. Budzinski. Eugene Budzinski used to do a delightful bowl of chili. Well, see, that's my number three. 
He it wasn't like an ambulance call chili. It was just a nice. It's a cold day in October. Yeah. Chili. That's my number two. That's your number three. Yeah, the chili is number three for me. So what's your number three? Drumsticks. Okay. Something yeah. from home, not like a wings, etc. BW three pan. Something they made from home and brought, and and they're ready to rock. You know, grab one quick, couple bites, throw it in the trash. Gotcha. Okay. Hurricane situation about to happen. You talked a little bit the, about this on our morning show today. Uh, that will affect some games as they move inland. Well, there's four games that have been canceled already. North Carolina, North Carolina State, Virginia Tech, and Liberty have all canceled their games for this weekend. Um, Virginia, the University of Virginia, is scheduled to play Ohio University, and they're moving their game actually to Vanderbilt Stadium. That's where they're going to play that one in Nashville to move further inland and get away from the weather. Uh, Wake Forest was supposed to play Thursday night at 7.30. They've moved their game up a couple of hours. Coastal Carolina has moved its game to Wednesday afternoon. To Now, Coastal Carolina is down around Myrtle Beach, and they're kind of right in the eye of this thing. So they're playing Wednesday and then getting out of Dodge. Hmm. But I found it interesting that North Carolina State this year said, okay, the hurricane's coming we're moving because last year when they played Notre Dame and beat Notre Dame in a hurricane, they didn't move. Those games you said get canceled. Re, re. Um, it's possible they could get rescheduled, but yeah. in my mind, canceled means you're canceled. Done. You're not playing the game and you're not making it up at some point. And it becomes tougher and tougher to make up games in college football. Yeah. Some of your uh, duties behind the scenes, you like to hit the high school practices because you'll do Game of the Week coming up this Friday. Right. Did you go to Elkhart last night? Went to Elkhart last night, watched the Blue Blazers. They're ranked number five in this week's AP poll, which is as high as they've been probably in about 14 years. Josh Shaddock's doing a nice job with that ball club over there. They're 3-1. and one. The big question mark they have, they play in the Northern Indiana Conference North Division, and that is a real meat grinder this year. So you've got Elkhart Central, they're ranked. Mishawaka, they're ranked. Penn, they're ranked. New Prairie, ranked in the coaches' poll. St. Joe was ranked in the poll last week and then lost to New Prairie. And South Bend Adams, who might be as athletic as anybody, you could be a really good football team and you could play really well and be lucky to go 500 through that division. You talk to players and it's been a long time since you and I have been students, when you tell them amongst your questions where they're ranked, does ranking do anything for them these days? Does that matter? For a team like Elkhart Central, it's nice because it's it's recognition. It says we believe that you might be good this year. Yeah. But really they understand that they have to prove it this last part of the season. The first four games – Elkhart Central's schedule fell in such a way it breaks up nicely for them. They play the first four games of the year. That's a bit of a preseason for them, a chance to get their feet wet, get a feel for what they're doing. Now these next five games, you've got the conference season, and then that gets you ready for the tournament. And, of course, the tournament is a season unto itself. So, really, they've got three different stages that they go through. Uh, this, this is sports related and I'll just, uh, we didn't, we didn't talk about it much now that I'm thinking about, because we talked about it off the air, off the air. We talked about coach Muffet McGraw and nine 11 mm-hmm. and how she's never talked about it, nor does she want to talk about it. And then later in the day yesterday, 
an article. Uh, can we call it an article? Uh, UND.com, which is the in-house uh, instrument for Notre Dame public relations, published a story where Muffet McGraw finally talked about the situation that happened on 9-11. She was supposed to be one, on one of those flights that went out of Boston that wound up crashing, and she delayed to a later flight in order to see a recruit a little bit longer. And she's never really opened up that much about it. It was something that she, for a number of reasons, I'm sure, felt uncomfortable talking about because I, my thought would be you'd probably be wondering, well, why why did fate happen to me? Yeah. Um, the fact of the matter is her husband was not aware that she had changed flights. And so he knew the flight number. He knew the flight had crashed into the World Trade Center. And phone lines being down and things like that, he didn't have contact for a couple of hours with Muffet to find out what had happened. Hmm. So you did read the article yesterday? Um, I glanced at it. I didn't read the whole thing. What'd you th- what did you think initially? Um, I, I found it interesting that this is the time that she decided, but it's been 17 years, and I think she's finally kind of come to grips with it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I've covered everything in my notes. You got anything else you want to talk about while we got a microphone on? Well, I'd be curious to know, as, as we go forward with this, mm-hmm. um, what is it about sports? You're not as into sports, obviously, as I am. Right. What is it that appeals to you? What interests you about sports? Is it just a, a passing thing, more of a pop culture thing? Or is it, you know, this has always intrigued me or um, I find this fascinating? What is it about sports that appeals to you? A little bit of both. Um, I love particular teams. You know, I do have friends that come weekend time, Saturday is all college football day or Sunday's all NFL day. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't find myself giving up that much time away from family. Right. Like we love the Bears. Oh, tough to watch, but you know, we'll try to watch that game. We love Notre Dame football. Love Notre Dame basketball. Uh love to take in Notre Dame hockey. It's great living in South Bend with that university, you know? It's made me, it's made my family more of a fan. Uh, I love the Cubs. I grew up watching them. It's great being just around the lake from them. Uh, I just don't have a great memory for my my memory muscles are music related, the way yours are sports related. Right, I th- and I think you know that about me. But I I love uh, healthy competition. I love college football because they're not playing for a paycheck. Um. Well, in essence, they are. They're playing for a future paycheck. Yeah, a lot. but I like to think that it's, you know, for the win. Uh, I played baseball when I was younger, so I lean more that way. Um, yeah, you know, my son's trying cross-country for the first time. I love the game. I don't know a lot about it. I do have a couple favorite players here and there. When I first moved to South Bend, man, did I drink from the fire hose of Notre Dame football. Okay. And got a little too emotional about it, like... 
If they lost on the weekend, the weekend was done. Well, there are people I know that are still that way. I can't function that way, and I did for a long time. And so that's post-Holtz, Bob Davey, Willingham, Weiss, you know, the one coach for one day. And I'm just so emotionally wrapped up in that. It's like, I can't, I can't do that anymore. Well, and let's face it. When they haven't won a national championship in 30 years, you can't live vicariously that way. Yeah. Or you shouldn't. It's not healthy. <laughs> it's not healthy at all. And sometimes you lose bets, and you got to change your Twitter picture to an Alabama jersey. Oh, for, no. for uh, That happened to you in 2012? Yes, it did. Uh, yeah, Grant Hubbard was his name, and that was the bet. And, uh, yeah, so everything, all the, all the pictures on social media got changed. See, here's the thing that makes it difficult for guys like us, I think, too, is so many of these things happen at night. And even the Cubs game last night, it didn't start till 8.05. Oof. And it didn't get over until 11 o'clock our time. Now, it's fine in Chicago. Chicago got done at 10 o'clock. That's a reasonable hour. But for a guy like you that's got to be up at 3.45 in the morning or a guy like me that's up at 4.45 in the morning, yeah, that's staying up till 11 o'clock nonsense. And the, the last terrific World Series... That Didn't was get a over rough until n- well after midnight. That was a rough but, night. But, ad- you know, the adrenaline carried you on yes. that. That's a whole different matter. But Bears game the other night. Bears game the other night didn't start until 8.30 Eastern time. Ugh. But that spared me from having to watch that complete and utter collapse. <laughs> By the way, did you see the picture that I tweeted out yesterday? Of Was it look for the open man? Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't hard to find the open man. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky has about a golf fairway wide path that's been carved out for him by his offensive line. And there's a receiver standing at the opposite end of that path, 25 yards away, with nobody around him, and he didn't see it. Yeah. I saw that picture. My eyes caught the player. I thought, oh, boy. Got some work to it. But he wants to get better. I read that he wants to get better. That's great. I want him to get better, too. I've been working on a new tongue twister. Mitch Trubisky, Triscuits Nabisco. Thoughts? No, thank you. All right. Uh, Two feel-good stories to wrap this up. Uh, It's a twofer this week. Um, Jonesboro, Georgia offensive line coach Darian Carmichael. Love this. There's a T-shirt out now that says, uh, what do you call it when you're, oh, always holstered. And it's got a giant Aunt Jemima syrup bottle on it. Let's talk about that guy. Well, this guy's an offensive line coach. And offensive linemen try to make blocks where they smother their guy to the ground. Those are called pancakes. And when his offensive linemen get pancakes and they're coming off the field, they get shots of maple syrup from the offensive line coach. I love it. I love that guy. I just want to see footage of that. Have you seen any? Have they showed it at all? I've just seen photos. I've just seen the photos. Ugh. Uh, the second one, and we played the audio for it this morning, but I loved uh, Stephen Zetas, I think his last name is, sang the national anthem at the Cubs game the other night. Down syndrome raised $18,000 for Special Olympics, and the Cubs charities matched that. Right. And he wanted to sing the national anthem. So here's a little bit of that.
I'll end with this one. On this day in rock and sports history, Chuck Oh, wow. Freebie. Okay. September 12th, 1995. I'm in a SUV traveling to West Lafayette with one Father Andy Budzinski. He wasn't Father Andy at the time. Just plain Andy at the yeah. time. Actually, he might have been Leprechaun at the time. He might have been. Now that I think about it. We had tickets to Notre Dame, Purdue, and the soundtrack for the drive was the new Red Hot Chili Peppers, One Hot Minute. I like this fight with pain and music is my aeroplane. It's my aeroplane. Notre Dame wins 35-28 that day. Okay. Uh, they had a new guitar player. That's why we wanted to hear it so badly. Not Notre Dame, but the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Red Hot Peppers. Chili Peppers. Yeah. No idea if there was a guitar player for that. Irish would win 35-28. Also on Chuck's Twitter, at 46sports, you got your sports. You got the shout-outs for birthdays. You got a Bible verse for the day, which I love, and I steal and I retweet myself. What do you have for us today? Sixth chapter of Luke, verses 22 and 23. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude and insult you and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Your reward will be great in heaven, for their ancestors treated the prophets the same way. Closing out the... Beatitudes, the, the wonderful, blessed are the poor, blessed are those who are merciful, blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude and insult you and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Thank you, Chuck Freeby. It's all over the place where we get your podcasts. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Spreaker.com, real soon on iHeartRadio, uh, you can even go, hey, Alexa, play Sports Yak, and it's going to pop up. What do you think of that, B. Jean Freebie? I'm sure she likes that, if she had an Alexa. Well, Christmas is coming. For Chuck Freebie, I'm Corey Mann. Until next time, this is Sports Yak. Hit the subscribe button wherever you download your podcast so you never miss an episode. Feel free to rate the episode, even if you don't listen to it. Throw us five stars. It's always helpful. But yeah, don't want to miss an episode? Hit the subscribe button. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Sports Yak, proving anybody can have a podcast. Sports Yak on the Studio DNA Network. This is Jimmy Schultz. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.